Live from the Journeys Group Studio, this is Taking Care of Business. Good day, this is Tommy Tate. And this is George Pate. Taking Care of Business, first week of March. Yeah. Uh, yeah, something to think about that. There's a camera yeah, right in front of you. Yeah, it's, um, no, I just can't believe we're already into March. Before we do anything else, we committed the most egregious of sins last week by not giving your sister, oh my, Lord, my daughter, know. a shout out for her birthday. And we caught uh, we caught flack for it. H-E double hockey sticks. Yeah, I had to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, last Friday was my daughter's birthday. She turned 34. She's single and ready for anybody that's rich. <laughs> I've told her, do not marry poorly like your mother did. <laughs> so what's going on today? Oh, uh, happy birthday, Casey. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight days late. Yeah, depending on when you're listening to this. Uh, what's going on lately? Um, you notice there was pollen on the car this afternoon? I, yes. I'm. Trust me, I didn't have to walk outside to know that now, I, I know you're a little snotty i felt it when i woke up this morning and i'm out of allergy medication and at, at some point the federal government's going to flag me for like buying allergy medication so much and probably like suspend my license or something like that as much as i buy it i'm the only reason sudafed keeps getting made you probably have a meth lab somewhere not not that i'm going to talk about <laughs> um is there anything going on we need to talk about i don't think so um nobody's really it's been pretty quiet politically um as our roaring economy continues to roar yeah i had a had a rough couple of weeks man i tell you what i think it was uh last week was was abysmal and um but i think that was because of a lot of earnings that came in and i i think the the new year high kind of wore off when people realized well I, i think the numbers a lot of a lot of hard numbers came out and people realized that we're not nearly in as good a shape as as the market would have led you to believe at the beginning of the year i think people came into the new year kind of excited and optimistic and um you know maybe that was what caused the market to rise so sharply and then when well and one of the things we tell people is that a lot of people come into our offices and they'll have uh projections from stockbrokers and whatnot and it'll be like a nine and ten percent return and that's certainly, I won't say it's reasonable. It's certainly okay. Yeah, I mean, it's not out of the realm of. But you got to hit everything just right to do that. Yep. And so we tell people, you know, take a uh, use all your calculations for uh, use a low return so that it, you know you got a better chance of, of hitting the mark. And one of the, one of the other things we stress to people is that that if we're showing any sort of projection, that the projection we're showing is an average. I really want to stress that, that it's an average. So that means that, you know, if I say, okay, the market's going to average 6%, let's just say, that means that one year it might do 25% and the next year it might be down 19. But overall, it's going to average 6%. And if we tell you 6%, we really think 7 or 8. But again, we'd like to put a little cushion there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, before I get started on my harangue, you don't, oh, let's introduce ourselves. And yes. We'll my name is Tommy Pate. I'm a certified financial planner with the Journeys Group. And I'm George Pate. I'm a financial advisor with the Journeys Group. We are an independent registered investment advisory firm in Aden, just outside of Greenville, North Carolina. Our phone number is 252-746-6785. Again, that's 252-746-6785. You can find us on the web at www.thejourneysgroup.com. Again, www 
www.thejourneysgroup.com. Our website has a variety of financial articles that rotate on it. It has links to our Facebook, our YouTube, and our Instagram. Uh, it has the schedule for Mr. Peyton and I as to what's going on in our lives. So if you want to schedule a time with us, you've got that opportunity. Contact information. also has upcoming events. I believe the next one is March the – hold on. What are you thinking of? The retirement seminar in Edenton. May. May? I thought it was in March. No, May 2nd, May 4th. Why am I thinking it's in March then? I don't know. Never mind that. Origi- part, originally, we planned for it to be in March. That's but then, why. Uh, that's why. You, you know, the doctor told you at my age, you have to repeat things <laughs> over and over again. Yes, May the 2nd and May the 4th. Yeah, we're having a retirement seminar in Edenton in May and having another one in Raleigh in the fall. And more details about that as we get closer to it. And last but not least, if you care to hear the podcast, Taking Care of Business, we are on 19 different podcast platforms. And the links to all that is on our website as well. Yep. There's a landing page with like 19 different places you can listen to it. So encourage you to check that out and hear what we've been talking about or um, keep up with it. Yeah. It lets you take care of business. Yes, it does. Yeah. Yeah. That's, what a great idea for our show. What you a know, great idea for a podcast. We should, we should, we should like, think about that. Yeah. We should like, is that better than Lick Gaston? No. <laughs> no. George has an idea for an ice cream boat. Uh, we have a place at Gaston Lake. Have an ice cream boat. The summer that cruises the coves at Gaston Lake selling ice cream. Yeah, oh yeah. And the name would be Lick Gaston. And I thought, what a great idea! I think it's a good idea too. I, yeah, I mean, I you know, we're actually thinking about how can we get tubs of ice cream on our boat now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. How can how can I logistically have a, a chest freezer on the boat that? You know, we keep the ice cream cold and everything. But anyway, well, I digress. What are we talking about today? We are talking about recipes for retirement, and um. It kind of dovetails in with the seminar again in May, but going to kind of go over some things that you have to think about uh, when you're thinking about retiring. And you th- this, what I'm going to talk about today, should be done five to seven years prior to retirement. Um, yeah, well in advance. Yeah. All right. The first question is, and people always look at me like I have two heads when I ask this question. When do you want to retire? How long? Oh, you want to keep working. Yeah, I'm just going to keep working. Now, we need to know that for two reasons. Number one is, how long does your retirement money have to last? If you retire at 55 compared to somebody retiring at 65, you'd be amazed what that extra decade of drain does on your retirement money. So we kind of need to know, as do you, when you're thinking about retiring. And most people will give us two ages <coughs> – Excuse me, which is kind of a bracket, like, oh, I'd like to retire at 60, 62. It just caught all over George. I'd like to retire at 62, maybe 65, you know. Um, and the other thing is, when you do retire, what's on your bucket list? What do you want to do? Um, we, it's in our experience that most people, when they retire for the first six months, uh, kind of get used to retiring. They, you know, piddle around, fix the house up, do all kinds of chores, stuff they haven't had time to do. People say it feels kind of feels like a long vacation at mm-hmm. first that, that it doesn't really set in until a couple months in. But like you said, they, they check off everything that they've been putting off for 20 years they hadn't had time to do. Oh, I'm going to redo my kitchen or I'm going to uh, fix this or I'm going to build this or whatever. And, you know, after about six months, people say, I, I got bored because I ran out of thing. I mean, I'm breaking things so that I have something to do. And then they start doing other stuff yeah. you know and so when you're thinking about retiring like if one of the things you wanted and i'm not being sarcastic if one of the things you want to do is is climb mount everest <laughs> don't retire at 70 
You know, I mean, you just kind of factor in your bucket list with with the age too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know what you're saying uh, out there. You're going well, but doesn't my retirement age have to do? Doesn't when I can retire have to do with how much money I have? And certainly that's a big factor. But we got to have a target. So if you're 50 and you tell us you want to retire at 62, that's very different from retiring at 66. Again, you'd be surprised what four years does. And it doesn't have to be a hard and fast number. It's just we, just an idea. Though. Yeah, well, yeah. we we've got to have something to base our base our projections, and, and and you've got to have something to base kind of what what you're thinking off of. Next question: How much do I need? That's the big one. And it comes back again. We'll ask people um, the the two questions that look at us like we're crazy. One is how do you want to be when you retire, and the second one is what kind of income do you want. Now, to me, those are very basic standard questions. <laughs> and the two most common answers we get are, how do you want to be, or uh, when do you want to retire tomorrow? Tomorrow. And how much income do you want? As much, much as I can get. get. Well, and yeah. that, that, those aren't answers. <laughs> those are both fairly vague <laughs> targets. Yeah. And so we really need a little more specific. We need numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Now, how do you know how much you need? Well, let's talk about your income. What income do you want? On your bucket list, do you have anything that's that's going to be expensive? Like a expedition amount average fifteen grand. Do you have a desire to leave anything to your children? I certainly don't. But I mean, do you, <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I shouldn't have said that out loud, should I? <laughs> I mean, there's probably some people out there that can relate to that. So you know, everybody can relate to that. <laughs> That's not true. There's some people who don't some have people, children. No, some people love their children. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and do you have any health issues? um that that are going to be expensive yeah and the reason why i ask that is um one of the big things we have to to deal with by deal with i mean we have to address is if you retire prior to 65 you got to pay for health insurance now there's a ton of ways to do it it can be done not that not near as complicated as it sounds like but if you've got a significant health issue you're a diabetic you've had cancer you got heart issues just the fact that you may not be able to get health insurance could preclude you from retiring before 65. Yeah, I mean, it, we see a lot of people that think they that, that work until 65 just for health insurance. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times that's necessary because otherwise the um, the insurance would be too expensive or or they couldn't get it because well, of, of health insurance. Yeah. yeah. And by the way, for those of you that want to retire before 65, lots of ways to get insurance that's not horrendously expensive. Yeah. So. Um, but anyway, that that one factor, health insurance, may preclude you from retiring prior to sixty five. And folks, you see what I'm doing here? These are this is why we have retirement sessions with people because there's there's all kinds of variables here. Uh, third question: How much do I have to work with? In other words, what do I have right now invested, or retired, or saved, or whatnot that we have to work with? Now, we got to take that because we got to know how much you got, how much you're going to add to it, and and how much we think you're going to have yeah, when, yeah. when the day comes. And um, how much is that going to kick out when, you know, when you're ready for retirement? Um, by the way, just one example, the difference between 62 and 65 just via your Social Security is 20% more Social Security at 65 than there is at 62. Now, that's not a reason not to retire at 62, it's a little more complicated what I just said, but I mean that's that's just to give you an idea what we're talking. Yeah, about. Yeah, I mean, you know, the the whole point of us saying that is three years is not that much time, but it makes a big difference when when we're talking about retirement for for a lot of different reasons. That the Social Security is just one good example mm-hmm. of it. Is there any possibility for 
inheritance that you're going to have. Um, and do you want to factor that in? Now, most of the time, we don't recommend factoring that in uh, because uh, there may not be. You're, if there is inheritance, it may be spent. Uh, and number two, you may be surprised by what the will says. <laughs> yeah, it's we like to treat inheritance as found money, so to speak, um, because it's it's never. I don't, I don't like to rely on that for somebody's retirement need. Good, just remember that, son. Why do you think I'm stocking so much money away? Uh, if you can save money, I'm clearly paying you too much. <laughs> It's either that or I move back home. We've been over That's this. That's a lot cheaper if you keep paying it. Actually, he's putting money away to, to pay for my. I just had to pay. The Lord struck me down. That's a little backspace there, yeah. did you? The, uh, if he's putting money away to pay for his mother and I to have a really nice nursing facility one day. Well, yeah. I mean, I. I gotta, I'm living with you. Yeah, I got to have money somewhere for that. Right. Uh, we already talked about this. Depending upon your situation, can you afford to pay for health insurance? All right. Go buy Social Security and find out. Or actually, nowadays, it's easier. Go to SocialSecurity.gov and find out what they're estimating your Social Security is going to be. Now, two reasons to do that. Number one is um, there is a plethora of ways to take Social Security. I think there's 367 ways or something like that. Uh, and we got to know the, basis, the base figures before we can figure out the best way to – I hate to say gang social security, but no, get, that's exactly get what the most is. you can out of it. Yeah. The other reason why I look at your social security, and you should do this every year anyway, the other reason why you should look at it is because it's not unusual. That one of the things they show you on the website is your salaries since the day you've worked. And I would say about every three years, I get mine wrong. Um, and it's up when it's always wrong in the wrong direction. Like they'll say, oh, you made $18,000 this year. Remember that um, the first what, 100 grand, something like that? 100, 118,000 that you make is what dictates how much your Social Security is. So if you made $75,000, they only credited you with 50, you lost 50% of what your Social Security yeah, benefit that's, was. That's, that's a big deal. Yeah. So look at it. Uh, it's not at all unusual for it to be wrong. Uh, if it is wrong, it's easy to fix. Yeah, you shoot them a note and say, hey, this is wrong. They go to the IRS. And, and look, yep, look at your tax return. Boom, our bad is fixed. Yeah, I mean, they, they and they, if you say, hey, hey, I think this is wrong, they say, okay, and they take it from there. And it's 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 not common, but it's not uncommon either. I mean, it, 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 somebody just misses a zero or something like that. But again, very easy to fix. But as you get closer to retirement, uh, this is something you should be looking at every year. You know, every, every year you do your taxes, look at this stuff because you don't, I mean, again, one bad year, one bad year of a mistake on Social Security's part can have a big impact on your Social Security down the road. And your spouses as well. Yes. So, yeah, so check SocialSecurity.gov, see what that is. Uh, they give you a prediction what your your income would be at 62 and at 66, whatever your full retirement age is. <clears throat> Excuse me. No debt. If you want to retire, then it's time to start hammering that debt. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Give you good. Give you an example of how we do that or why we do that. Let's assume that let's assume the only debt you have is your house payment, and it's fifteen hundred dollars a month. All right, that's eighteen thousand dollars a year, which means you had to make about twenty two or twenty three thousand a year to make eighteen thousand because you had to pay taxes mm-hmm. to have a retirement investment kick off. Let's just say twenty thousand easy. Well, I should say twenty five. Easy yeah. math, yeah. You'd have to have a half million dollars in assets to kick out twenty five thousand dollars a year of income, just, just to produce that debt payment. Yeah. So, is it easier 
to pay your house off before you retire or to save a half million dollars. And when we say that, people kind of uh, – that's another one that people look at us like we have two heads because – it's so ingrained in you to save, 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 you know, put money in 401k, put money or wherever to save money for retirement. But when you're about five to seven years out, a lot of times, even 10, yeah, even 10, sometimes a lot of times the, the scale shifts and it makes more sense to pay off debt because again, it's much easier to pay off that debt than it is to save the amount of money you would need to produce that payment. And more importantly, in this particular case, you've just given yourself, or you can look at this one of two ways. You've just reduced your income need by $18,000 a year, or you've given yourself an $18,000 a year raise. Well, if I got $5,000 a month of debt service, and that's house, that's cars, that's credit cards, whatever it may be, um, and I can get that paid off. And it, those of you listening to us out there, I have never seen anybody we couldn't get out of debt in less than 10 years. So, yeah. Uh, but Including anyway, house payments. Yeah. But if we – um. If if we if you get the debt paid off, you just reduced your income need by a net of sixty thousand dollars a year in your retirement, and really it's more like seventy five thousand dollars a year because of the tax situation. And again, because of the amount of money you would have to save in this, and that you just saved yourself over a million dollars of savings. I mean that that has taken a million dollars worth of savings off your back by doing that. So get rid of the debt. Focus on the debt. Uh, it actually, in the last 10 years, it's almost more, and this is a broad statement, don't take it for you, whoever's listening to you specifically, but it's almost more important to shovel the money onto the debt than it is to save in the last 10 years. Yeah, I mean, the, well, a lot of times we'll look at people, you know, if somebody's putting 13% into their 401k, we'll say, okay, what's the match? And they'll say 4%. Okay, put the bare minimum to get the match and take every every other dollar you've got extra and slam it on that debt. And, and again, people look at us like we're crazy. But mathematically, it's very simple. Un- until we show them the math, yep. And number eight, have a rough budget. Now, the rough budget gives you an idea of what number one would be or number two would be, which is how much do you need. Yeah. And again, um, we have people that come in and have no clue. A retirement budget is vastly different from a working budget. The things you're not going to have, you probably won't burn as much gas. You probably won't, you don't have to buy as many clothes, so to speak, nice clothes. Um, you know, there's some things that you're not going to have to spend anymore. On the reverse hand, there's some things you're going to spend more money on. You may travel more. You may play golf more. You may fish more. Um, what you, are you, lady, well, you, I'm, I'm doing this very male-centric. What do ladies like to do? My first thought was bridge, but that is so. I'm not a lady, so I, I'm. Yeah. And I'm not going to pretend to understand. Michael, what do ladies like to do in their spare time? <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> they play golf and tennis too, I suppose. Oftentimes, you trade your working expenses for fun expense, or, or I'm not oftentimes you trade your working stuff for fun stuff. Yeah. So your your uh, income, how much you spend, may not change. The as far as the dollar amount, but it's what what it gets spent on that changes. Also, keep in mind that you, you, we want you to do a budget because you're going to be shocked by this, shocked in a good way. If you make eight thousand dollars a month and your take home pay is five thousand dollars a month, uh, because between taxes and your four hundred one k and that kind of thing, yeah. yeah, then. Um, you don't have those deductions anymore. You still have to pay taxes, but you don't have your four hundred one k deductions and your savings account deductions and that kind of thing so there's a vastly different budget 
when you, both income and outflow when you retire. And when I say a rough budget, I mean truly a rough budget. Yeah, you know, well, what, how much do I need to live, and what's going to be fun money, that kind of thing. Yeah, that, that's why we ask people two questions. We say, okay, how much? How much do you do you need, and then how much do you want? You know, the need is all right. How much money do you need to keep the lights on, keep food on the table, whatever? And then how much do you want? Is in a perfect ideal world, you're doing everything that you want to do. You're living your lifestyle exactly how you want to live. That's that number. And, and, and so maybe even make two budgets. Maybe make one that is absolute. I got to have this no matter what. And then the other one that is, I want to have this. Uh, in my 39 years, I've seen two people, two types of people that retire. I've seen some that have to watch every penny. By the way, they did not work with us, but <laughs> <laughs> have to watch every penny and perhaps even have to go back part time to work. And then I've seen others that have the absolute life of Riley and are having a blast. And the only difference between those two is some planning. Um, and said, it doesn't take a whole lot of effort. I mean, this is not something Well, it that, just takes a little bit of thought. I mean, yeah. you got to go, you know, if you love, and I'm not being sarcastic, if you love your job, why retire early? Keep working. Yeah, if you don't like it, retire early. <laughs> uh, but we have to account for that. Um, if you've got a significant ongoing health issue, chronic health issue, you probably need to work to 65 because health insurance would be so out of reach. Um, if you um, have a big inheritance that you know is coming. Like you have, I mean, you, you're ironclad sure about it. Yeah. You know, something to factor in. Um, yeah. I mean, so there, there's a lot, lot of different variables here, but unfortunately, most people start thinking about this three months before they retire. And if we have to do any significant changes, there's just not time. And I think that's that's why it's so important to I'm tuning our own horn here a little bit. That's why it's so important to work with a planner. Because everything that we're talking about right now, you're probably listening and thinking, Holy cow, how am I gonna how how do I keep up with all this stuff? Well that's why you work with a planner. That that's that's why we ha- that's why we're here to think about this stuff, to ask these questions, to factor in all this stuff that you don't even think about because you don't have time to think about it because you're busy working. That's that's why we're here. But well, that's, that's why, why your brain works, either. Exactly. But that's why it's so important to work with a planner. Yep. Yep. All right. We got about three minutes left. Before I close it up, I want to tell you we have a big event coming up with Gwendy's Goodies. Yes. Would you like to discuss that? Yes, indeed. Gwendy's so, Goodies is one of our partner firms, by the way. Yeah. Um, it's a, a bakery in Aiden. If you have not been, I encourage you to run over there. Uh, I have never had something come out of that kitchen that was not absolutely divine. Um, My pancreas hates it, but everything else about it. Yeah, every time I walk in there, I I smell the air and I gain 10 pounds. Um, So two things. Uh, She is having her first annual Pie Week extravaganza the week of March 14th through the 18th. And what what is specific about that day? March 14th is Pie Day. Pie Day. Yeah, 314. Um, So having sales on pies all week. More importantly than that, uh, Saturday, Saturday, March 18th at 10 a.m., there's a pie there will be a starting at 10 a.m there's a pie eating contest for adult and youth and then what she is calling pie wars which i think is going to be hysterical and youth which is just uh whipped cream pies and if you get hit in the face with one you're out uh i'm just that's good we've got a section marked off and it's a battle zone yeah it's uh just a battle royale if you get hit you're out if you get hit in the face specifically you're out and i i can't wait to see the adults go at that and we're gonna have the fire department stand by to hose people off yes yes so um 
March 14th through the 18th is when the sale's happening. The 18th is when that big event is. We're probably going to be there. I mean, if, if, be yeah, there. We're, we'll we'll be there because it'll be a ton of fun. I uh, really encourage y'all to come out and, and hang out. If you're uh, interested in the pie eating contest or the pie wars, you can swing by the bakery and sign up. No charge to sign up or anything. And April 1st. Yes. April 1st, April Fool's Day, we have the annual Journeys Group Easter Egg Hunt. Yes. For children and for adults. Yep, if you're a client of ours. Yes. For those of you that came last year, um, this year you'll probably show with knee pads and armor and, on. Yeah. <laughs> because I have never seen adults fight over eggs in Plastic my life. Eggs, yeah. But once again, George and I will be cooking hamburgers, hot dogs, and... Bunny burgers. Having bunny burgers, yeah. Special hamburger we're making. Yeah, you'll just have to come by and see yeah. what that is. A uh, uh, little, give you a heads, heads up, though. It ain't made out of rabbit, so don't worry about that. I was, yeah. gonna, I was just going to leave that up to the yeah, imagination. Well, well, but yeah. anyway. anyway, April 1st, uh, invitation should be going out pretty soon. Yeah, pretty pretty shortly. Uh, yeah. But if you're a client, come on by. And this year, people, we have tents in case the sun is killing us. Yes. We right. have finally learned our lesson. Yeah, that was something we overlooked last year. But right. I think that's all our announcements. Yep. All right, again. Retirement recipe. When do you retire? How much do you want or need? How much do you have to work with? Any chance for an inheritance? Can you afford to pay for health insurance? Let's get some Social Security information. Get rid of your debt and have a rough budget. Now that you have the ingredients, it's time to cook. And the best cooks I know of is us. Give us a call at 252 252- that's pretty good, wasn't it? Yeah. 746-6785. Again, that's 252-746-6785. If you think about it, doing this is kind of like baking a pie. It is. Give us the ingredients, and we'll tell you the oven temperature and everything. Yeah, and I'm tying it back to this the announcement yeah. we just had. That's so. very good. Thank and you, and so. use eggs, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, hear the music in my ear. Thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to slide out of here. Hope you all have a great week. Thanks for spending part of your day with us. This is, and we'll see you next week. This is Tommy Pate. And this is George Pate. Taking care of business. The proceeding has been a paid program. The advice and opinions expressed by the Journeys Group and their guests are their own and may not reflect the opinions and advice of WTIB or Interbanks Media. All statements and opinions expressed are based upon information considered reliable, although should not be relied as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Investments involve risk and unless otherwise stated are not guaranteed. Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results. Fixed annuities are insurance products. Fixed annuities, rates, returns, and guarantees are subject to the claim paying ability to the underlying insurance company. Please see a statement of understanding and prospectus for a full detail on products discussed. Strategies mentioned may not be suitable for everyone. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation and as such is not intended to be a direct recommendation. Before acting on any information mentioned, you should seek the advice from a qualified tax or investment advisor to determine whether it is suitable for your specific situation. Investment advising services are offered through the Journeys Group, an SEC-registered investment advisor.